0: hi there and welcome to the living with sma podcast we're here to have conversations about living with spinal muscular atrophy throughout this podcast we will be covering lots of different topics from preparing for university getting the most from your personal budget sex and relationships and lots lots more so we invite different hosts from across the sma community to come together here we want to answer your questions, provide you with useful tips and recommendations, and also share personal stories. So please do reach out and connect with us here at the charity SMA UK. Thank you for listening, and we hope to find the podcast useful. Welcome to part three of You've Got a Friend in Me. In this final part, we talk about the benefits of being a PA, the media representation of PAs, and the positive relationships between PAs and why people should consider becoming a carer. And Lauren, in, from your point of view, obviously, a chance to work and go on holiday, I imagine that sounds quite nice. What other rewards are there, would you say, to to being a PA? What, what benefits come with it?
1: i like um seeing connor happy and connor looks after me as well and um i just like seeing him happy and you know doing stuff that he wants to do for me it's rewarding watching that as well as um learning about myself as well what like i sometimes don't have a lot of confidence and um not very good at explaining things if we do go out or on holiday or anything like that then um he's the one that teaches t- teaches me new things. Um, so yeah, it's sort of like a both of us learning about together.
0: And sort of touching on you sort of Louie and, and Connor both there sort of mentioning holidays. I don't know if you've both ever seen the film. I want to talk a little bit briefly about sort of media representation of um PAs and care in general. I don't know if you've ever seen the film, The Fundamentals of Caring. Um, it sort of a, follows a, a gentleman with muscular dystrophy um, who wants to go traveling. And it's, it's all about this, the film sort of, it's got a, a cheeky, funny take on it. The relationship between the, um, the main character with muscular dystrophy and his caregiver um, Louis smiling as if he's, he's seen this film. I personally love the film, I think it's great. I don't know what your views are.
2: Yeah, I mean, th- I think it's a brilliant representation of, of what a care, care, carer and service users relationship could be. Um, I, I think it it, it 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 speaks volumes in comparison to the difference between employing someone yourself and and setting the rules yourself and having to do it with an agency or a care company because um for example I have equipment in my home right now that has been here for six months and the carers still aren't allowed to use it. You know that that that's equipment that I could potentially heavily rely on if I get ill and knowing that my carers can't use it. It, it does, it gives you a lot of anxiety and, and I think that movie is a, a very good representation of the possibilities. If you are in the position to employ your own staff and make the rules yourself, uh, it, it really allows you to tailor that experience. And I mean, it reminded me a lot of my relationship with Leonard because in South Africa, it's a little bit like the Wild West. Uh, it, there aren't many rules when it comes to care unless you're in a care home. So when you've employed someone yourself, um, it, it, it's really down to you and how you want to do things. So Leonard, Leonard used to um, be off on weekends and I'd have another carer who came in and, and assisted over the weekend, And but we would go away together. I've been fishing with Leonard. I have um, uh, done so many things with him around, and and it was all purely because he was there to help, you know. In, in South Africa, I never really had equipment for lifting, so Leonard would be picking me up and moving me around. And if it wasn't for him, there was a lot of stuff in my life that I experienced from the age of 19 until I left South Africa that I probably never would have done. And, and, and that's saying something, you know, to, to admit that you are – only able to experience those things because there was someone there there to help. It, it, it's 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 scary when you think about it, um, and, and I think that movie it, it kind of makes me envious because uh, I I miss that relationship with Leonard very much, and I I'm I'm seeking for that again. I know that I probably will never ever be able to replace Leonard on that level, but if I can get close to where where we were. I would be a very happy person.
0: Oh, shout out to Leonard wherever wherever he is now. I'm sure your paths will cross again one day. And as we sort of come to a, a bit of an end, guys, I want to sort of just wrap up with you guys on a on a positive note. Um, we we're promoting um, the positive relationships here between um, PAS and. For anyone who's maybe watching and potentially thinking about joining a career in care, what would you say, Connor, to someone who's potentially thinking of um, becoming a carer? What message would you say?
3: I would say it's um, not a job defined on paper. If you're a caring person, kind of instinctively, I don't think... You know, doubling down on Louis's point earlier on, where as clients, sometimes we are a bit cautious around each. But the more experienced I get, the more I'm understanding that it's all about who you are as a person and not your experience or skill set or any of that. It's purely, are you a caring person inside? And do you have a connection or relationship with the potential client? So for anyone looking to get into it, I would definitely recommend, and I'm sure
0: you know yourself
3: if you're a caring person.
0: Yeah. And Lauren, sort of similar question to you, on a final note, what you have the sort of hands-on experience um, here, what would you say to anybody who is thinking about joining the care industry
1: oh it's, it's definitely something to give it a go um obviously like it's it's not for everybody um but it's just such a rewarding job for me like connor is part of my family you know i think it's just so rewarding and if people have got a kind heart and they know that they can give you know that little bit to somebody else then it's definitely something to to do
0: Fantastic. And Louis, over to you. Some words of
2: wisdom. <laughs> no, no, no words of wisdom. Uh, what I would say is is if you're looking for a job that will push your boundaries and make you giggle hysterically with tears running down your face, care is probably one of the very few jobs who can give you that experience. Um, I, I know that for some people it will be daunting. But once you're in it and you see the joy on your client's face or the, the way that you've impacted their lives for, for good, that's when you'll really see why you should be in care.
0: What a lovely way to to end today's episode. Thank you guys so much for sharing your personal experiences as well and opening up. I know it's not always easy and especially thank you to to Lauren for coming along and Connor for allowing this opportunity to really uh, let us delve into the, uh, the fact that PAs are not just for care and showing the relationship gives us the opportunity here to show both sides of the stories and see how positive and beneficial a job in, in care can really benefit both sides. So it's, it's a lovely opportunity. So thank you very much. We hope you guys watching have enjoyed today's episode and you can catch up on any other episodes by visiting the SMA UK website. We will be back and we will see you soon. You've been listening to the Living with SMA podcast. We hope you can join us again next time. But in the meantime, please don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. You can find out more on our website at smauk.org.uk.